welcome to episode two of my podcast about photography. This episode will be an intro to the three main creative controls, aperture, shutter speed, and ISO. Welcome to See the Good. First, I'm going to talk about aperture. It's one of the three main creative controls on a camera. What I'm about to say is pretty important. Aperture affects depth of field and exposure. Now that you know that, I can explain aperture in more depth. Uh, Aperture is a shorter name for aperture width, which is the measurement of the size of the hole in the lens, which lets the light through to the sensor or film. Aperture is measured in units called f-stops. The way that you say them is, for example, if the aperture was 2, you would say f2, and if it was 22, you would say f22. The higher the f-stop number, the smaller the actual aperture width is. Conversely, with the low f-stop number, the aperture is bigger. This means that the higher the f-stop number, the less light is let in because the aperture is smaller. That's how aperture controls exposure. Now I'll explain how aperture width can control depth of field. Before we go any farther, let me explain what depth of field is. Depth of field is defined as the zone of acceptably sharp focus in an image. And really what that means is how much of the image is in focus. I don't know exactly how it works, but higher f-stop numbers like f22 have a high depth of field, meaning a lot of the image is in focus. And low f-stop numbers like f2.8 have a very low depth of field. I will go over depth of field more thoroughly in a different episode, but all you need to take away is that high f-stop numbers mean a darker photo with a higher depth of field, while lower f-stop numbers means a brighter photo with a lower depth of field. Now let's transition over to the next creative control, shutter speed. Shutter speed is a measure of how long the shutter of a camera is open. The important thing is that shutter speed affects motion blurring and exposure. First off, shutter speed is measured in seconds. Faster shutter speeds, sometimes called higher shutter speeds, are measured in fractions of a second, like one one thousandth of a second or one eight thousandth of a second. On the other hand, Slower shutter speeds, sometimes called lower shutter speeds, are basically anywhere from 1 over 100th of a second to 30 seconds. Obviously, the slower shutter speed, the longer the shutter is open. The longer the shutter is open, the more light is let in. This means that slower shutter speeds are much brighter than faster shutter speeds because they let in a larger volume of light. This also means that things that are moving in images with slow shutter speeds, which are often called long exposure photos, get blurred because all of their motion is captured in one image. This motion blur effect can be cool when trying to capture a river or any other body of water because the motion blur actually makes the surface of the water look perfectly smooth. But it also can be annoying if you're trying to capture an action shot and your shutter speed isn't quite high enough to make the subject appear in focus. A photographer's use of motion blur is completely up to them and that's why shutter speed is called a creative control. Emphasis on creative. Now that you know the basics of shutter speed, let's move on to ISO. Put simply, ISO, sometimes called ISO, is the sensitivity of your film or sensor to light. ISO, or ISO, is the common name for ISO speed. It is important to note that ISO speed affects exposure and amount of noise in a photo. Some people say that ISO stands for International Standards Organization, and others disagree. Honestly, who cares? Why do you need to know what it stands for? All you need to know is what it does to your photos. ISO speeds start at 50 or 100 depending on your camera and double at each increment. 50, 100, 200, 400, 
800, 1600. You get the point. The higher the ISO speed, the more sensitive your camera will be to light. High ISO speeds are good for dark environments, where you need to make the most out of the little light that you have. But beware. The higher the ISO speed, the more noise is present in your photo. Nobody likes noise. So the goal is to have the lowest ISO possible and still achieve the correct exposure that you have in mind for your photo. If you need more light, try to first shoot at a slower shutter speed or a lower f-stop number to increase the brightness without increasing the noise. ISO is good to use, but only when needed. That's all I'm going to cover today, but before you go, I'd like to announce that my website is up and running. It's a portfolio of all of my edited photos, and you can contact me for business inquiries and other things like that. The link to my website is in the description of this episode and will be in the description of my podcast as a whole. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. <laughs>